On this edition of the Table of Content, we review The Angel's Door, a short story recorded by We Are One Body Audio Theater. We look at the life of St. Zita, captured in this story. Stay tuned, that's coming up next, right here on the Table of Content. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Table of Content. I am Albert Sines, joined with my co-host, Mike Timmons. Mike, how are you doing? I am doing great. Thanks, Albert. How are you? Uh, you know, pretty super, pretty well, pretty good. All things positive. So I'll take it. Um, so for those of you who do not know, Mike Timmons is one of the volunteers with We Are One Body Audio Theater. So we're glad to have him on board for this edition of the Table of Content. Uh, but let's get right into it. Now, I have a, I have a question first. Uh, yes. Mike, you're, you're pretty familiar with the saints through some of your own work. Are, are you familiar with St. Zita? Is she one of the saints you're familiar with? Um, somewhat, yes. I, I uh, draw saints for Catholic newspapers and such. And St. Zita is one of the saints that I have drawn before. I don't know a whole lot. There's just snippets of information I know. Um, I think she was like a, a maid. Right, right. That's what I gather. Right. She was sort of like a lifelong servant or maid. Yes. So we have this this story, uh, and this is one of the saint stories by Christopher Reibold, uh, known to some as the saint guy, or the saint story guy, I believe. Hmm. Um, so we've we've recorded a lot of his stories. Um, and this one's this one's this one's fun. Um we basically have Zita, who through the story is portrayed as as a young girl and going out for what I believe is Christmas Eve Mass. Uh, and it's cold, and she's kind of running late, uh, but she has an encounter along the way. Uh, you want to you wanna take over there as far as what happens next in the story? Yeah, so she's running late to Midnight Mass, something that she obviously is looking forward to, and um, she's about to walk into the door, and she almost trips over a poor beggar who is desperately cold and she received a cloak from um who's the woman mrs fadinelli i guess that's right the woman mrs. she Fad- works for right mrs fadinelli right right and um mrs fadinelli i don't know much about the saint but i'm it sounds to me like she's not the nicest uh person to work for yeah, she, um, she she gives the impression that she's a little rough around the edges. Right. So um it takes a lot of courage for Zita. She just she gives up her cloak and says, you know, after mass, I need this back basically because this is uh this isn't mine really to give away. But um yeah, so the the mass is beautiful. And she's like on cloud nine, you know, the joy of Christmas is in her heart. Oh sure. But as she's right. walking out. The uh, the baker's not there anymore, and you almost sense like all that joy, all that peace is like dissipated, and she's kind of wondering what's going to happen um, when when Mrs. Fadinelli finds out. And 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 you know what I like in the story transition here, right? Because it was already said it was kind of a cold night, but then it you know she, so now she doesn't have the the cloak which was mm-hmm. gifted to her for the night from. Uh, Mrs. Fadinelli, but then she goes back. It's cold. It's starting to snow. It's blustery. Her hair apparently gets wet. So then she gets back, and 
and she has to work all night baking bread for the next day. So the the story kind of seems to sort of take this sort of downward spiral for right. poor little Zeta, uh, only to sort of have to face the consequences the next morning. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't get any sleep. Um, she's making bread the entire night. And, you know, morning happens and Mrs. Fadinelli, Mr. Fadinelli come down the stairs Christmas morning. And um, Zeta is just... I cannot imagine what's going through her mind. Like this cloak was given to her as basically she was told, don't lose any buttons. Don't get any blemishes on it, such and such. She doesn't even have the cloak at this point. And um, right when she's about to confess, there's a knock upon the door. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's like perfect timing. I know. Great. Uh, you know, I, I gotta I gotta jump in there because yeah, I you talked about that having to face sort of the music, you know, having to go and sort of confess that she does not have the cloak, and I remember that feeling. I remember that feeling as as a child, mm. having to sort of confess, being confronted with the thing that you did that you weren't supposed to do, and right. it's just a it's an awful sinking sort of a feeling that it sort of runs through your body when you have to face those moments. So mm. I'm sure Zeta, even though obviously we can already learn from her that she has a, a disposition towards charity and helping those in need, that she's still a child who's like, oh gosh, I, I, I gotta go tell Mrs. Fadinelli that I, I don't have her cloak anymore. Mm. Yeah. And like I said, there's a knock upon the door. And a man shows up and it was the beggar and he gives the cloak back. Um, and you could just imagine like the relief and also, I guess when I read it, I was sort of like, like, is, was who was this guy? You know? <laughs> right. Right. And did right. he know, how did he know where they lived? Um, and it's, it seems as the story progresses, as the story concludes, it's basically assumed or presumed that this was an angel of God all along um was it i I don't i don't know i'm I'm guessing this is based on a true story do you know sure well i i believe that uh that christopher reibold has sort of based the his stories off of sort of the the legends of the different saints so more or less it's it's uh something that has been similar to what's happened in the saint's life it is it an exact an account i don't think it's an exact account um, but it's it's a close representation of yeah. of this particular saint, uh, Saint Zita. Yes, and what a story it is. I mean, part of me was a little bit, I'll be honest, the first time I read it, I'm like, okay, is, you know, is this it? Like, <laughs> she sees a beggar, gives the cloak, beggar disappears, beggar comes back. It's assumed he's an angel. But as I was reading it more and more in detail, it is, actually very beautiful and there's a lot of deeper things going on um such as the circumstances the 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 day this took place which was christmas um the day when christ not to get too theological here but sure sure he in a sense took on our poverty just as zeta um experienced the coldness of the of that night and then we were clothed in his divinity, um, which is really beautiful. And part of me was, <laughs> this is sort of my own imagination going, but is it possible? 
I mean, I'm for sure Christopher Ribald would be open to this, but the angel of God perhaps was gathering that cloak um, in a sense to give it to the Christ child on that cold day that Jesus was born. Sure. And sure. Um, this small act of charity, first from Mrs. Fadinelli to give the cloak to Zita, Zita to give the cloak to this beggar, and then in my own imagination, this beggar that Christmas night giving that to baby Jesus. Um, it's just, I mean, all around it's, it's a story for Christmas for sure. Oh, most, most definitely. It, it, it is a, it is a good story. And of course, as we get closer towards uh, celebrating the Christmas season, it, it's a good story to sort of remind us about the importance of, of giving rather than receiving. And, and I liked what you said about, you know, Christ sort of, coming down to us as as the child and sort of into our poverty, our, our human poverty. And then ultimately, what does he do at the end of his life or, you know, through his mm. public ministry at the end of his life? He gives everything for us mm. and doesn't ask anything in, in return, you know. And what do we see out of, out of Zeta? A child uh, in some sort of, I assume, poverty situation she's having to work for this family and you know spends the rest of her days working as as a maid as a servant to to the family uh, but then she doesn't have much all she has is what was given to her and then she just gives it over freely to mm-hmm. this beggar you know much like Christ gives everything to those who are in need you know and of course gave his life and then Zita continues to give you know it could have just been the end of the story but she goes back and she has to stay up and she has to keep working she should have she could have just gone to her room upset and you know said well I'm I'm too upset to work but no she continues to give of herself she continues to hold up to her responsibility uh her work and you know she makes it through the night bleary eyed and you know, full of tears, about to confess, you know, all right, I'm going to continue to give. I'm going to sacrifice myself because it is a sacrifice when you give yourself up and say, hey, I I did this, you know, and I give myself now for the consequences. You know, Christ gave himself over freely for the consequences that awaited him in his passion, right? right. So so we see, we see Zeta really sort of representing what we all kind of should be doing, you know, not just not just during the Christmas season, but throughout our entire lives. So I think Zeta comes out as a really great example of of how to live our lives. Right. I mean, that's why she's a saint, I suppose. She um, emulates the the virtues of uh, what we all should be doing. Um, and especially during Christmas time, we're always reminded of it's a season of giving. And in a sense, you know, I always thought that was yeah, cheesy in a way. You know, Christmas is about Jesus's birth. It's not just giving, but there is a lot of truth to that because um, what is it about giving that just, I mean, you can see it, see it in Zita's life. She was, um, she was free. You know, it was the, she had to walk home. She knew that she knew there was a risk here, but in giving, when she saw the beggar, like all that sort of dissipated and those worries, um, those worries were washed away. And you can see it also in Mr. Fadinelli. As he's looking for the beggar on the cold morning, he's outside and he doesn't even realize he's in the cold because he, he saw a miracle. And 
I think there's something beautiful about that. Like Mr. and Mrs. Fadinelli experienced maybe a, a new a new way of looking at the world, which uh, Zeta had all along, and that is through the lens of of giving, the lens of charity, the lens of 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 Christmas. And and you know it it would it would be good for us all to sort of have that lens on to have the the lens that Mr. and Mrs. Fadinelli see through after they experience this sort of Christmas miracle that's depicted in the story, you know, mm-hmm. what was it an angel? Was it, you know, Christ himself as a beggar? You know, it, it, it doesn't matter because it's, you know, what does Christ say, right? You know, whenever you helped the, the least of my brothers, you know, the least of my people, you helped me. So what, whoever the beggar represented, it, it was Christ. It, it was right. Christ that Zeta was helping. It was Christ that, you know, through this miracle that, Mr. Fadinelli and Mrs. Fadinelli were able to mm-hmm. sort of experience the what happens when we give ourselves and we sort of give back to Christ through our charitable acts. And and, and it doesn't even stop with Mr. Fadinelli and Mrs. Fadinelli. You know, what, what does the end of the story say? It says, soon everyone in the little Tuscan town of Luca had heard the story of Zita, the angel and the cloak. Uh, you know, so it, it went beyond, you know, it went beyond just that house. And and that's sort of you know that's that's Christ you know the light of Christ can be shared uh, through the simplest of means and in this particular story shared through the kind act of of a small child you know who was just a servant and probably no one would have given any consideration to but through this small child and obviously through the rest of, like 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 you said there's a reason that she's a saint so through the rest of her life. I am sure was full of a heart of charity and wanting to give back uh, because that's what she wanted to do. That's what she loved. She loved Christ and she wanted to be as good as she could for Christ in her life. To this day, the story is told every Christmas in that part of Italy. That That's fascinating. Um, like I said, the first time I read it, I was like, okay, I don't know. On, on first look, it wasn't that impressive of a plot. But the more you see it, the more it's simple, but it's very profound and very beautiful. And um, have you ever heard the song, um, What If He's an Angel? It's a country song. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to try and sing it, uh, but I, <laughs> I, I, I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> it totally reminded me of that in, in a sense. That's, that's this story, you know, making it to, to Hollywood, <laughs> to, to big time. It's 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 that reminder that that person on the street that that the couple arguing in the apartment the um the song says what if they're angels sent from heaven making certain that we're doing our best to take the time to help one another anyway. <laughs> yes sing it <laughs> sing it so yeah you know are they angels like you said it, it doesn't really matter Christ said what you do for the least of these, you do for me. Um, and it, it couldn't be more spot on. Like, yes, anytime there's a person in need, such as this beggar, such as that man on the side of the road, that is, you know, when we're called to be like Zeta, to be like Christ. And what amazes me about Zeta is that this wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't hers, her cloak. It, it was given to her um, to borrow and she 
she gave it to someone else who needed it even more. And um, when we see that poor person on the side of the road, when we see that person in need, let's remember that the thing that we're called to give them isn't, isn't even like ours. It was like, whether it's money, this was something that, you know, God has given to us to share um, or whether it's, you know, um, food or just our time. Like this is all stuff that has been generously given to us by God so we can give to another. Um, and it's like the scripture passage, be merciful as your heavenly father is merciful. Like give and forgive just as God gives and forgives to us. Well, 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 well said. I completely agree with with that point, that all that we have has been gifted to us, and it is up to us to give that back to those mm-hmm. in need. And and God will give it back. God, right. God, God will pay us back tenfold, but we have to be uh, courageous enough to, to give and to have that heart of charity to give back uh, all that has been given to us in order to serve, as you said, the the... The, the least of those around right. us. So, no, I, I really appreciate you making that point. Um, but I, I think that's really a great place to, to wrap up on. Uh, you know, so ladies and gentlemen, what, what's the takeaway here from the angel's door? Um, it's charity, kindness, and, and, to, and to give uh, of ourselves. And especially it's the Christmas as we, spirit. Yeah, the Christmas spirit, right. You know? <laughs> Let's let let's let let's not be uh, uh, Uncle Scrooges. Let's be the opposite, um, mm. and let's let's give of all that we have um, to help those uh, to help those around us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you haven't listened to this story, you can find it uh, on our website or our YouTube page. Uh, look up for We Are One Body Audio Theater. And again, the story is "The Angel's Door" by Christopher Reibold. So, I invite you to listen to it, share it. Uh, maybe learn more about the life of St. Zita uh, and find the ways in your life how how you can give. Uh, hey, Mike, thanks so much for joining me for this episode. Really great to have you on board. Uh, thanks for helping us. Oh, my pleasure. This was fun. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. And until the next time, be good, stay safe. Peace. Peace.